Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey everybody, my name is Alex, and you are listening to the inaugural episode of Lunchbox Sunday Edition. Now, if you've been listening to normal Lunchbox, this is not quite like that. This is mainly focused on industry stuff, stuff that's like more generally focused than the normal than the other weekly episode at this point i don't know how long i'm going to do the sunday edition it was really born out of honestly quarantine (laughs) and this will be a shorter more edited look at in this case i'm calling this episode single people alone together i can venture you can guess why And really what I want to look at on this episode is ways that, you know, art brings us together even when the world sucks sometimes, to borrow a phrase from Filmjoy and I think Movies with Mikey, which is the actual program on that YouTube channel that I've kind of fallen in love with over the last week because he has a really, he has a really depth way of talking about film while still making sure that you the viewer can understand it with minimal like technical jargon knowledge which i always appreciate because i try and do that on my normal weekly episodes of this show which is just lunchbox radio anime considered also i stole the single people alone together thing from a little movie called about a boy from 2002. After about ten minutes, I wanted to cut my own penis off with a kitchen knife. Oh, (laughs) me. Yes, well, um, I have a two-year-old, Ned. He's, um, got blue eyes and sort of sandy-coloured hair, and he's about two foot three. Um, and his mum left. Really? Yeah, I mean, obviously, it was a very big shock because we were so happy. Uh, Sandra's neurology practice was just up and running, and um, and then one day her, her bags were packed, and 
My best friend was waiting outside in his Ferrari. Yeah. You know the, the modern, the one with the supercharged engine where you can actually see the engine through the back, back window? You got dumped then? Yeah. Does your ex seem at all? Uh, well, um, sorry, I didn't catch your name. Uh, uh, Susie. Susie. Um, she doesn't seem much of him, no. How does he cope with that? Well, you know, he's a very good little boy, very, um, very brave. They've got amazing resources, don't they? Mm -hmm. Just the other day, I was thinking about my ex, and he came crawling up and put his little pudgy arms around my neck, and he said, you hang in there, Dad. God, that's uh, amazing for a two-year-old. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, well, he's very special. Very, very special. Sometimes I think, you know, he's the one taking care of me, teaching me the ways of the world. <laughs> Oof. Sorry. Thank you. My God, what a performance. I was even fooling myself. Yeah, perfect. That's good. Of course. And by the end of the evening, I had a date lined up. Single parents alone together. Single parents alone together. All for one and one for all. Problem was, I also had an imaginary two-year-old son. I've always loved that movie, and that scene in particular is hilarious. So I wanted to look at some stuff that, you know, you can do with your friends when you can't see your friends, and stuff you can do to keep yourself busy while we're all waiting for human contact to not equal possible murder. <laughs> And to that extent, I've been doing a I've been doing a couple of things myself, more than a couple of things, and I've also heard about a bunch of things you can do. You can download an app called House Party, and you can throw a house party. You can invite all your friends, and you can all sit around and hang out and talk about anime, talk about manga, talk about whatever. But just other stuff you can do. You can play video games. In the universe as it is now, video games are no longer a solitary experience. I mean, if you look at something like Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing used to be this very solitary... You had basically a group of imaginary NPC friends. But now, with New Horizons and the way they have... And I love the Dodos. I so love the Dodos. The way they have Dodo Airlines work, you can go and you can you can you can host a party on your island, invite all of your friends, and you can all hang out and voice chat and you know fuck around on the beach for a couple hours. That's a f totally fun, stupid, nerdy way to like hang out, not IRL, so to speak. And actually, the internet has brought us all close together. We are all a phone call, a DM, a chat request away from each other constantly. And we all don't remember that because we don't remember the people we don't see often enough until we're told we're not allowed to see the people we see every day. So, you know, 
call your friends, DM them, have conversation. The thing that's, mi that's missing right now is the physical presence of people, but it's somebody who runs a podcast where occasionally I talk to people every week. I know that you don't need the, like, the fit, don't get me wrong, you need, we all need some sort of physical something in terms of a relationship, but you don't need it, you can go a long time without it, I guess what I'm saying, and it feels, it doesn't feel the same to talk to somebody through a video screen, trust me, but it it's there for when we need it. And right now we need it because the world by necessity has to get a little bit more lonely so we can all be together at the end of all this. And to that extent, I wanted to suggest a few streaming options in case you want to throw a watch party. One that I found out from The Verge yesterday is called Netflix Party. It's, it was an Indiegogo project. But basically, if you have a Chrome browser, you can install an extension that allows you to watch Netflix with a group of friends. So basically, if you've ever, I know High Dive is not the most popular <laughs> streaming platform, but if you've ever used High Dive on a web browser, which is already a huge stretch, High Dive has a feature where you can watch with like a crowd, basically. And it's got a streaming Nico Nico Do not Nico Nico Doga like across the screen, like almost like Nico Nico Doga in a chat panel, like like Twitch, like when you have something like Twitch watches Yu-Gi-Oh and you can watch every episode of Yu-Gi-Oh with all the degener other degenerates on Twitch, including probably me at some point. I think I tuned into that, and you can have conversations on the sidebar. Netflix Party is like that. And I haven't tried it out, so I don't know how well it works, but I would bet it's probably kind of fun, at least uh, for a while. Um, there's another one called, like, not not Stream Rabbit, but it's it's got, like, a rabbit motif. I forget what it's called. Hey guys, this is Alex. I just wanted to let you know that it is actually called Rabbit, R-A-B-B dot I-T, but they changed their name to Cast, K-A-S-T, spelled with a K. Clearly, um, it's still around. It still works. It's still awesome. You can download it today. Cool. Um, it's not Hopper because Hopper is the travel app, which, by the way, do not fall for the cheap flights. They are not worth your life. <laughs> so there's, a, there's another one that's um, got like a rabbit motif. Um and you can watch in groups, but I'm not sure that works specifically with Netflix. It probably worked with a bunch of other streaming services. And then there's the always the insane option if you really want to get crazy with it and you've got the equipment, which I currently do not, and that you can go the VR route and you can do things like VR chat and um, I believe, actually I know, Plex has a VR-like theater function so like let's say you and all your friends at some point went completely insane and all bought vr headsets you could all install i think it's called like plex it's called plex vr and you can and whoever's hosting has access to their whole plex library which i know is already like a shady scenario but if you have it you have it um 
and you can all hang out in VR and watch a movie or anime or what have you. I think that while we're all powering through this, while we're all doing what we can to help the world individually by, you know, checking out a life for however long this takes, there's no reason that you have to that you have to not speak to your friends, that you have to not have a social life. You can have all that. It's just you can't be next to the person and be able to reach out and touch them. And I know that's hard for a lot of people. It's honestly, it's harder for me than I would have thought, considering how solitary I am all the time. I had to cancel not once in a lifetime plans, but long running, like months, made months before the outbreak even occurred in China plans. It really sucks. And, you know, I wish that I didn't have to do that. But on the other hand, looking back, it was the right decision. And if you're staying home right now and you're like, I wish I could just go out, I'm like 15 and I really don't care what people want of me and I probably won't, it probably won't be that bad. Let me just say this. It's, it's not about you. It's not about anybody. It's not even necessarily about any of your friends. It's about everyone. There's a great tsunami. So if you don't watch tsunami, which if you're listening to this, there's a fair chance you do. But the thing where Tom gives an inspirational speech, that has been happening since the dawn of Toonami. And it's kind of amazing to me because that programming block, more than any other of its ilk, treats you, you the viewer, you the rambunctious teenage viewer, not just as a teenager. It treats, it treats its viewers with humility, respect, and acknowledgement that they are intelligent because they are and they realize that over the years that you know people watching Toonami aren't just watching it for you know any kind of cartoon they're watching it for specific quality level and they watch those cartoons for specific reasons and it was started and from what I understand still maintained or maintained it for longer than last I'm not sure if it got canceled again by people who had a lot of admiration for anime and the other programming they put onto it. Um, Adult Swim started in the same vein and then turned into something very, very different. Are largely responsible for creating, for not creating, but massively expanding the anime fandom. It's not where I first saw... Actually, Adult Swim is where I first saw Pilot Candidate, which admittedly, not a great show. But it's also, Pilot Candidate was probably the first show that I recognized as anime and was like, this is different and this is what I, like, I'm into this kind of different. Um, Sure, that show is not great. And sure, that show... It all kinds of fucked up because it didn't finish airing. <laughs> it's just it's it's an incomplete thing, um, and unlike many of the like incomplete things on Toonami, it didn't latch on to viewers long enough to 
spur-on Toonami or Adult Swim looking into having actual, like, actual a continuation made because it was so popular the same way bit stuff like Big O did. I think it's important that there be something like Toonami on air because so much of kids and teen and especially teenagers programs programming talks down to people, talks down to its viewers, like its viewers don't know what's going on, like its viewers need to be taught. And that's not true. That's not the way people want to experience TV. They don't want to feel like they're being lectured while they're watching cartoons. The perfect example of this actually is basically cartoons in the 90s, but <laughs> more specifically in the early 2000s there was Batman Beyond and there's a episode of Batman Beyond that is basically don't do drugs kids it's um i think it's called like slappers or something and slappers are the cool future drug which is basically a nicotine patch filled with fucking PCP it has this real preachy quality to it it has this real drugs are bad you shouldn't do drugs but the entire time you're watching it, because I remember when I first saw it as a kid, you're like, of course fucking drugs are bad. Especially the weird nightmare patch patches this kid is putting on his body. They're gonna kill him. It feels like you're being treated like a moron for like a full 20-minute chunk. And I really appreciate that Toonami doesn't do that. And Toonami... But what Toonami also does is it... Those... Tom clips helped foster a community that's useful right now. They foster a sense of belonging, a sense of like pride in the fact that what you're watching is not just watched by everybody else and enjoyed by everybody else, but those messages are things that are in all of these shows that are about community and about an individual's place in a community. I mean, Tom has um, mo little, mo little monologues about bullying and haters and, you know, following your dreams and that you don't have to f give up on your dreams even if they didn't come true by the time you're, like, older. Um, I don't want to put a number on it. Um, but... I think, so if you've never seen those things, you can go look them up. I've um, probably already put at least one in here. I'll probably end with one. Um, but, I, and if you're looking for something to keep your mind busy, as we are all single people alone together, you know, we have, all of us have all these streaming subscriptions. All of us have all this anime you haven't seen. Go watch something. Trust me. It's worth it. And if you need comfort, watch something you've watched before. Like, let yourself, as I did, sink into the first episode of Cowboy Bebop the, the other night. Where I was just like, I just want to watch something that is totally my cup of tea, totally my jam. I'm going to give into nostalgia and just watch the first episode of Cowboy Bebop and be completely content with my life for 20 minutes before I go to bed. And 
that was really gratifying and I felt a lot better about the world when I went to bed. Um, so, you know, take it easy on yourself. Use, use, the, use the tools that technology has given us to talk to your friends and be with your friends and, you know, online and, you know, p play Overwatch with your friends, DM your friends, make sure they're okay, you know, throw animal party crossing parties, you know, host watch parties on Netflix party or once again, the other one that I can't remember the name of. And, you know, live life. You, you can still live life. You just can't live life very safely right now in big groups. It's just not safe. But that doesn't mean we have to stop talking to each other. That doesn't mean we have to stop reaching out to each other. I don't want to have a call your mom vibe. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if you feel alone when being alone... We all have these little glass squares that are windows into everybody else we've ever known lives. Use them. Be with other people. That's important. Even if you can't be with them physically, you can be the little voice in their ear. You can be the little text they read that lightens their day. It's it's worth their time and it's worth your time. So just think that. And on that note, I'm limiting myself to this thing because I'm going to be releasing it pretty early and I don't want to release another gigantic hour. I have been Alex and you've been listening to Lunchbox Radio Special Edition. If you like this podcast, I'll be back every Sunday for the foreseeable future. And if you want to hear more from me, every Thursday night, Lunchbox Radio, the standard episode, comes out. And that's on a different show every week. And on that note, I'm going to let Tom take us out.
it feels sometimes. The world can look bleak. Times can seem tough. And some days, nothing's gonna go your way. But you can't let that break you down. You can't let that change who you are. I'm a lot of things, but I'm not a quitter when it comes to my dreams. Nobody puts Dandy in a corner. You're gonna have to dig deep and find that extra positivity to keep the grind from grinding you. I may not be as talented as the rest, but nobody has more guts. Whether that's staying positive when everything seems against you. No matter how nasty this place may be, you and me are gonna fight our way through it. Or being positive and helping somebody else out. There's a great power inside you just waiting to be unlocked. Believe in your ability. There's one thing I'm sure of. Positivity will be your light in the darkness. You can do it, Goku! Now, let's get back out there and keep fighting the fight. I am not about to give up!